Hey guys, welcome back to the Winds Up Gaming Podcast. This is episode 6.5. <laughs> we had another issue again. Um, I'm here today with um, only one of my co-hosts, and that is... And that is... Uh, what's good, my winners? <laughs> yeah, it's just me and Rob right like now. This uh, podcast just got ten times better, so let's do it. <laughs> Um, we tried a new format today, and I, I'm mad because it, I really liked it, um, but I need a better solution for a second monitor doing it with my laptop. It would have been easier if um, I could have fit all of you guys into my room, but... Hey, yo. Yeah. Rob's a big boy, so he would have taken up most of the space in here. That's true. Um, we'll try it again. I'll have more time to actually test it out um, this week to make sure to get everything working because um, it did work for a bit. So basically, we were doing a video along with the podcast, so we would be able to put something on the YouTube as well. But unfortunately, during when we finally got the game audio to work in the game, in the game for the podcast, it only worked for our audio for a little bit, and then. Everything else was just the game. And I would have been able to see that if my second, the second monitor, which was our my TV in the living room, moved to work. And it decided not to work once we got the audio working. So, yeah. There's that. But yeah, we, I'm going to be testing it out the rest of this week to see what I can do to fix that. And if I can't, um, we're going to be recording the audio remotely. I have my film equipment, so we'll do that on my H4N. But yeah, that's why you're going to get a quick podcast instead of the hour and what was it, like 40 minutes. And it was really good. I'm so mad. It was going to be smooth editing. All I had to do was cut out a couple of cursing from Rob because he has a potty mouth. But, you know, other than that, it was a good podcast. All right. So we're going to just go the quick fire of the main stories that happened this week. Um, so we'll start off with, let's just get the 2K stuff out of the way. <laughs> Rob is not a big fan of sports games. <laughs> uh, I haven't played long time. You said you haven't what? What'd you say, Rob? A uh, long time. Oh, you haven't played one in a long I time? I haven't played a sports game in such a long time. Okay. Yeah, so we mainly talked about 2K and all of the controversy. There should be a counter of it in the amount of times they say controversy in podcast in our podcast but yeah their launch was a little rough when 2k20 came out and they also didn't help with the fact that before the game came out they had a lot of bad press considering that loot boxes have become a big issue um for modern gaming uh people trying to lock down if loot boxes are gambling or not and during the week of the trial that they had um, in the UK, 2K decided to release a trailer for NBA 2K20, which didn't showcase the basketball game, but it showcased their casino mechanics, their slot machines and all that stuff. And these use microtransactions, right? Yes. Um, okay. And it like came in the wake of companies like EA going to court trying to explain to um <laughs> to the to the court system that 
loot boxes aren't gambling and literally 2k drops a trailer of showing loot box mechanics in slot machines which is gambling so yeah it wasn't the best move it was extremely out of touch um yeah and it's and it was for features that people really don't use that often for 2k um they could have just kept it with the packs because i think that they use it for like the my team and stuff like that and they already had packs for it and i guess like the best argument that these companies could do um instead of saying like their surprise mechanics and that's exactly what ea said <laughs> their loot boxes were but they could compare it to like a trading card game you're buying these um packs and you don't know what's in it you do know like the prob- probability of you getting a rare card and a super rare and secret rare and all that good stuff and people will still buy it and they don't consider it gambling but it kind of is um but yeah 2k was just out of touch with that and then on top of that their launch was horrible people were petitioning for the community member well the head community member for 2k um ronnie 2k to lose his job for false advertisement but people that's not really his fault he's basically just the face of 2k um, the devs and the company give him talking points that he has to mention whenever he does his social media stuff and interactions with you guys so he's not really lying to you he's literally just reading off of a script and the bullet points that they tell him to go um, the hate that they threw towards Mike Yang I think I said his name right, right. Mike, it's either Yang or, no, it's Yang or Wang I think it's Yang but anyway, um, even though I don't think that he should be fired either, um, that is a little bit better targeting for your uh, <laughs> for your visceral, um, considering he actually does handle parts of development. Uh, I haven't personally experienced any of the glitches and issues people have had. In the game, the only thing that I had, like I said in the podcast earlier today, was um, I couldn't add my last name to my character for a while during launch. Uh, They they deemed it an inappropriate um, word. That was that was annoying. It took ten tries to finally get that to work. But other people, even um, popular. streamer popular um youtuber chris move he got one of the most um prevalent um bugs where his name didn't show up on his jersey um kind of similar to the bug that showcased in earlier 2ks i want to say it was 17 and 18 that had that bug but yeah 2k being 2k (laughs) basically launching a game and it being buggy as hell for the first few months and only getting slightly better until the next game now am i correct in saying that these slot machines and gambling mechanics uh are do not get you an e-rating overseas or even in america i'm not sure um i don't think so i think it bumps up your rating 
in America, they might be able to still keep it. But I know in certain um, countries, I think it raises the rating for the game. And in some countries, they just banned it, banned it completely. Like, you can't get the game. I know... I think it's in the Netherlands that you can't get certain game. You can't buy any game that has loot boxes in it. I'm trying to remember, uh, what happened? I speak because the virtual console versions of uh, red, blue, and yellow, I mm -hmm. think, are rated team now. Really? Because of because um, they have the game, the arcade, the game counter. Yeah, dang. That's crazy. I feel like that. Like you said earlier, I have played uh, 2K or any sports games in quite some time. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell me microtransactions? Is it a fair system? Would you? Is, is your opinion on it? Oh, is it a fair system, or would you think it's uh, unfair? Like it, it really takes advantage of people's uh, want or to advance in the game do you think they're like trying to it depends money? on money it depends on, it depends on the game um and the company i want to say um i would say okay i'm going to <laughs> i'm going to try and um i'm a big fan of most of blizzard's games so i'm gonna preface that before I say anything else, uh, in terms of like Overwatch's um, loot boxes, I don't have a real issue with with their um, system because you could legitimately get everything that they have that they offer during like their seasons without paying any money into it, and it's not. Yes, it takes um, a lot of time, but they do a lot to make it somewhat easier for you to play your way into getting it um it's still gonna equate to a lot of hours played but it's still for the time that they have these things available it's possible to do it without paying for it um and okay. it's but and it's also not relatively not that expensive when you do pay for it and i and it seems more targeted for the people who pay for it for people who are um like streamers who want to do it who want to do who want to do like that video where they unlock 100 loot boxes at a time which is overkill you'll already get most of the stuff by then um or people who are fans of the game and they actually pay they have demanding jobs so they don't they can't actually get the amount of hours in to play it um and it's never pushed on you to buy the um the material or the the skins for the characters yeah. in terms of 2k this is probably like i like the new 2k that i feel like they fixed a lot of the gameplay issues so far there are a few bugs and stuff that i don't like and visual presentations that i think is horrible um but overall i'm having a lot more fun with the controls as, than i did playing in the last few 2ks that being said thing that's disgusting to me is this game has become like such a huge cash grab and it's not even subtle with it um 
So they got a little flack. I want to say it was this year, late, le earlier this year, um, for 2K19. They had an unskippable TV ad for Snowfall. So for the people who don't play 2K, when you play any of their game modes, especially like My Career or anything like that, in between for their, their loading screens, they usually have their T 2K TV segment that comes up where there's a couple of like games that you can play to get a few VC every now and then. And it has like a little show to show you what they're doing behind the scenes and stuff that happened in development of the game. And it's fun for the people who want to watch it. But there's this option to skip that. You go straight to the um, game presentation um, before it loads up with like Kenny and Shaq. Instead of having the regular 2K TV for it, they had a, I think it was like a minute and a half or two minute block of um, promoting the new season for Snowfall. Snowfall's a good show and everything, but you're playing a video game that you, that most people have play, paid anywhere from 60 to $30 for at the time the game came out. So you already paid for that money, but you're now being forced to watch an advertisement and it makes a full $60 game, a full retail game, feel like a mobile game that you downloaded for free. But you didn't download, download it for free, you paid for it. For it. That being right. said, yeah, and that being said, for 2K20, for my career, of course you're going to get endorsements for your NBA player, as in real life NBA players do, but there are certain things that they think that they're being subtle, but they're not being subtle in what they, they're doing. So when you progress in the story, you get to do this radio spot, and you do the radio spot, and you have to, and they teach you to try and do little plugs for whatever advertisement you're doing that's that's fine no problem with that but like after you're done with your selection they could have ended the cutscene there but instead they go on with the cutscene after that because your character's participation in the radio segment is done but the two radio hosts have to mention a loan company in it and they say the loan's name, they go through um, the spiel and how it helped them um, refinance their house, blah, 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 that goes in. All right? Another yeah. one of these segments is a Gatorade thing. Once you get a, your Gatorade contract, I think it was like level two, you get to customize your Gatorade bottle, which is a real product, by the way. So after you um, customize it for your My Career, the minute you're, you're finished with it, it prompts you to... Um, upload that to the Gatorade website and now you can buy that thing for 20% off with um, whatever um, code that they give you that they send to your email so not only is just like their regular thing to get you to spend money to get their VC to get your characters for like your uh, my team and stuff like that literally in their single player game that's technically all offline which is really online they're still trying to get you to buy other stuff because of their contract and it's 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 scummy um it's un i don't it's i get why they have to do it these games are getting more and more expensive to develop um for the technology and they have to try and find a way to offload that onto their their customers without impre increasing the game price but yeah 
but there's ways to do it that aren't so predatory and 2k especially this year is extremely predatory in their cash cash grabs and other games are kind of predatory unfortunately bethesda's gotten into it now they went back on one of their promises for what is it 76 fallout 76 they said what every developer says now nowadays that their dlc or their microtransactions they'll all be cosmetic and won't be game breaking or giving anybody a leg up in the game but they broke that promise i want to say it was this week or last week where there's a fridge that you can buy um and it'll keep your um stocks your stock it'll keep your inventory that's perishable fresh for a little bit longer which is beneficial for that type for the game for the way that game works but there's no such item like that in the game that you can get without paying for it and so a seven dollar fridge i don't know if it's seven dollars but but whatever the price of the fridge is a pretty big advantage for people who are playing the game and that also becomes predatory because then once other people have that you feel like it's unfair they can heal more than you can and so you feel like you need to get it too and that's like the main issue i have with a lot of some of the loot boxes ea does a horrible job with it um especially for fifa i don't know how they get away with it fifa makes so much money and it's probably the worst out of all of the cash grabs it plainly makes it so <laughs> you will be better than your opponent um the more money you spend of course your skill still comes into it but you could have someone who's like a top tier player um who spent no money on the game their their roster is going to be trash or they might have like one okay player but someone who's spent like thousands upon thousands of dollars on their on their team and they're okay at the game they have a good chance of being someone who they shouldn't be able to beat now the person who is a lot better than them can still beat them but it's like it's basically like they're, they're playing with a super handicap on which isn't fair yeah that's interesting yeah so it, it for the loot boxes it depends on how it works and how heavily games lean towards it it's also another reason why i'm a little bit weary on a lot of mobile games there are some mobile games that do it well where you don't have to pay for it and then sometimes even if i don't feel like i need to play it if the game mobile game has provided me enough i want to say entertainment and i felt like it was fair i'll pay, I put, i'll put extra money into it especially if it's a free game because i feel like then i'm actually helping the developer or if uh, it's a game that I'm having fun with and they have like a no ads mode, I'll definitely pay for the no ads mode. When it comes to microtransactions, I will pay for them if I feel like I'm getting value for my money. Like, I think the only game I'm really using microtransactions now is for Pokemon Go. And you don't have to pay. There's a system in where you have where there's these raid bosses and you have to have a raid pass to battle a raid boss. Mm -hmm. So and squirrels were, you know, battling some raid bosses, raid bosses, and I didn't have any more raid passes. So a raid pass is about a hundred coins. It's a dollar for a hundred coins. So in order to play with squirrel and get his tiny raid quasa, I bought a raid pass, which cost me a 
dollar. Okay. It was worth it because I used that dollar to you know play a game with my friend that I enjoyed because he eventually got his shiny Rayquaza from okay. that exact rate. So I felt like I got what it was worth. And my problem is really loot boxes because you're paying a certain amount of money uh-huh. and you're not guaranteed to get what you really want. Like if there was a way where if, let's say there was a way you could buy loot boxes, but then you could buy the individual item and maybe like, let's say a legendary item costs a little more than a basic item. I will be okay with that because at the end of the day, I'm only buying loot boxes to get the legendary. Item. Yeah. I, I think so. Well, let's not take the gamble and buy. I, I think games should have more options if they're going to use microtransactions. Yeah, um, I agree. Like I said, for Overwatch, I'm more okay with it because it's all cosmetic. But yes, it would be oh, yeah, nice. It would it would be nice to be able to like, if there's the Genji skin, the only skin that I really want out of um the season, I could just pay for that. Yeah, that would be nice. I like the way that. Which is funny because technically, an EA published game. I feel like Apex does it pretty well. People were annoyed with their limited time skins that they had, or it wasn't the last event in an event right now. But it was for when they released like the solo special thing that they had. Yeah. You played the game. You unlock these boxes, and then once you unlock the boxes, you can got the, these legendary items and then you could buy one thing the only thing that i didn't like was get one of the items at the time um you had to unlock everything first and then so if you basically for that one bad and they did apologize for it and then they fixed it for the current one that they're in where it was a little bit more fair so if you want to buy it the way you could buy it wasn't as um, predatory and if you could in the way you could Get it by just playing through was better so you can either get the items from their version of loot box or if there's a specific character you straight up just buy that character or item yeah i think i like that that's just me and yeah and another reason why i feel like even though i will admit the first one that they did for their um special event was predatory I was a little okay with it, considering the fact that Apex is a free game. Once you pay for the season pass once, if you... I have a very busy season, right? Currently. And it's going to change, which I'm happy about. But even with the way my schedule's been, I was able to play my way and able to get my next season for free. But I paid for the first season. I haven't had to pay for network we're currently in and um i don't have to pay so i like the fact so i feel like companies know that they'll make they'll essentially make more money from people continuing just being in their game and playing it because eventually there might be something that they might want to buy for it so being having the option to play your way to getting the next season pass i like i really like that um if they're gonna, if you're gonna have a season pass, some games don't. Speaking about X, I did not. We were recording at the time. I did not see the rest of um, final. Hopefully, the team that I wanted wins. So this weekend, starting from Friday, yeah, starting from Friday, there was the Apex Invitational. Poland, 500k. 
So today was day three, final day. So I was rooting for T TSM for my American team. You know, gotta root for the home home team. But I was also rooting for the Russians. Okay. I was also rooting for the Russians because there is they were the only team. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I sound like Donald Trump. They were the only team that was left that wasn't an yeah. official team. Sure. What happened? That's it. This guy's ruined for us. So Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, so I I I was rooting for TSM. They're in terms of like for streamers that are uh, part of an official team. I like the um, people who play on TSM. I like watching their streams. They are for the most part. Some of them are pretty informative, and some of them, what they do is just amazing in the game. But I think the team's name was Seven Eight Six. They were called Team 786 because they weren't an official signed team. They were the teenagers from Russia. Their third, their third member on their team couldn't make the tour in 17 years. So they quickly picked up a third guy, and they made it all the way into the finals. The last match that I saw for um, today's games... They were in the lead before we started recording. They had 22 points right before they could get to... They had 22 points right before we started. And if you weren't following the Apex in... The way the, system, way the um, brackets worked were... The teams over there, they had to get 50 points, which... Once a team reaches 50, if they win, the game, if they win a game once they've reached the 50 threshold, they win that... Days tour, and so it's a nice little uh, meta game you can play in it. So if your team has like thirty points or less, and you know a team has fifty, you don't necessarily want to fight a team, not them. I know you're trying to figure out like how you would know. You don't see their name. It's you down a person. Once you down a person, you see what their name. Leave them, leave them, and try and go for the next one. And then you're basically trying to hunt for that team who has the. Um, 50 points. Make sure that if they if they win, they don't just end your end your tournament hopes right. So looking at it, ESM actually won. Ah, man, I gotta watch the odds later. I can't say his album birthday. You guys know. Just turned 19 year old Alabrelli. Yeah. He is probably one of my favorite Pathfinders to watch. His movement with Pathfinder is extreme. So the total amount of prizes um, was 500k, where the top winning team got a total of 105 thousand dollars. I wonder what the what that um, split is with your with the team. I wonder how much each individual player gets, and then how much the part of gets. So the, the, sorry. So the team's name was seven eight nine. Is this more impressive than Ash winning the uh, Lolo? Uh, it took him. It took him what twenty years to finally win something. I mean, he won the Orange Islands. Wasn't officially. Wait, hold up. I don't watch the anime, but I, I play the game. Technically speaking, the the Lola championships aren't official either. Mm, I well, I don't know. In the game, I think they were official. Uh. Yeah, towards, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, towards towards yeah, towards the end, it, they I guess they 
finally made it official. No, I, I hated that about Sunday Moon, but I don't think I don't think we should get into that right now. <laughs> I liked I liked the idea of it at first, but yeah, as I was playing it, I didn't like it. <laughs> it sounded like an interesting idea, then it was like ah. Nah. All right, you guys want to hear my Sunday Moon rant? Yeah, go ahead, go for it. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> Listen. So this whole game, the whole time they're telling you, oh, we're so proud of our traditions. We love Alola. Alola is different from every other region. We have our traditions. We stick to it. Then you have, uh, I was by the curse. You have this jerk face <laughs> who is the worst professor in Pokemon history. Hey, let me let me tell you why he's the worst professor. Because he's black? Wow. No, because he's black. Uh, so you have this professor, for whatever reason, could not become a kahuna. He couldn't become a kahuna or a trial captain. They wouldn't let him. So he goes over to Kanto to become a Pokemon uh, champion. He goes to Kanto, gets his butt beat by uh, Lance. Lance beats him, and he comes back. He says, oh, I went to Kanto. I tried to become a champion, but that dragon guy with the cape, I can't get past him, okay? So what does he, he do? He beat that guy when I was 10. <laughs> what does he do? He goes back to Alola. They, again, they don't make him a trial captain, and they don't make him a kahuna. We don't know why. He never explained. So what does he do? He spits in the face of, uh, of Alola. He spits in all the tradition and says, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have an elite four like everyone else. So he does that, right? And that's not even the, the part that pisses me off. You know what pisses me off? You go to the elite four, right? You beat everyone in the elite four. You sit on the on the on the, the throne, right? You're Alola's first champion, right? No, no, you're not. Because Kahui comes in, right? He's oh, you thought you would be a champion, but you gotta fix me so you can become a champion. Why? Why do I have to face Kahui? He didn't do a daggone thing the whole game <laughs> except in Alola's traditions, and he couldn't go to Kanto, he couldn't beat Lance, he couldn't become a champion. So what does he do? He does a cop out. He makes a whole freaking league in Alola. He makes a whole freaking league where you where you go in, you beat the four best trainers of Lola, and you know what? You're not the champion because you got to beat me. So you know what happens? You know what he does? He basically says, oh, if I can't be champion here, I'll artificially make myself the champion. I won't do a daggone thing but put myself in the championship match. I'll put myself in the finals, and if I win, I'm the champion. You know what that is? That's a freaking cop-out. That's if the Lakers were in play all season, and then all of a sudden, somebody's crowned the NBA champions, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't become champion unless you beat us. That's what that is. It's a freaking cop-out. The whole thing is a spit in the face of Alola. Everybody's sitting back like, oh, man, Professor Kahui, he's so cool. Well, just spinning everybody through. Nobody's saying a damn thing about it. I'm sorry, Rob, but he sounds like an entrepreneur entrepreneur to me. Anyway, so they that's my Alola rant. He couldn't, my, uh, he couldn't get it done traditionally, so he found a loophole. It sounds like a smart businessman to me. I hate that guy. But <laughs> <laughs> You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but hey, he 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 couldn't get it done traditional way, so he found found another way to do it. Like, man. So one of the main things that we talked about um, earlier today was twentieth anniversary of the Sega Dreamcast. One of my favorite consoles, one of my favorite games that I played, um, came out for that console. Um, Rob made fun of me because uh, one of my favorite games, best game on the Dreamcast, Sonic Adventure. Um, one and two. They're both pretty bad. They're both really. All right. I I encourage everybody listening to this. Go 
go back and just listen. Yep, you got cut off. Listen. All right, I encourage anybody listening to this podcast, go back and watch any cutscene in Sonic Adventure 2 and tell me how the audio sounds. Sounds like the music is way louder than every character's voice. Um, and the I mean, voice acting was top notch. No, we're going to crash. Tell, don't do that. Ah! First of all, you act like everything in the in the nineties and early two thousands had amazing voice acting. A lot of games that a lot of games that are good. Sonic Adventure Two. You said what? Let me ask you a question about Sonic Adventure Two, right? Were the Sonic and Shadow stages fun? Uh, yes, they were. Okay, I'll give you that. Were the Amy stages fun? Yes, they were. Were the Doctor Robotnik stages fun? Or sorry, Doctor Eggman. Um, no, I'm not gonna lie. I did not enjoy um Eggman's Knuckles. They were okay. That robot Duke. I don't remember who was in Sonic Adventure. I I liked this, and and it, and it was sad when spoiler alert, spoiler uh, alert, and it was sad when he died. Adventure two. It, that was a test. You said what? He wasn't even in Sonic Adventure two. That was he a was test. In, he was in Sonic Adventures one. I said Sonic Adventure two. I just heard Sonic Adventure. I just heard Sonic Adventure. If you only enjoy three characters out of six, that means fifty percent of the game is it was oh, decent. That was a bad game. I enjoyed more. You didn't name all the characters for Sonic Adventure One. You had you had Sonic, you had Tails, you had Knuckles, you had Amy, you had the robot, and you had um, Big the Cat. The only ones I did yeah. not like was for Sonic Adventures One was Big the Cat. Okay, that's it. Yes, Big the Cat is the only one that I didn't like from Sonic Adventures One. So you like Amy? Yes, I like I like the mechanic so you like of using. Panty shot. Why are you so stuck on her panty shot? Because they kept showing her panty. Well, if you flip, that's what happens. All right, watch the cutscenes and tell me they don't show her panties a bunch of times. I wasn't looking for her panty shots. Okay. I don't look at animals like that. All right, so so one out of, one out of five, right? You didn't like. Because yeah. there are five characters or six? Um, Adventures One, was it? Yes. Um, Sonic, Robot, there are six. So one out of six I didn't like. Okay. Why not? And then for two, I just that's didn't like. That's like that's like thirteen point. That, let's run. This says fifteen percent of the game, right? You didn't like. Yep, that's still that's still a good grade. That's an 85, right? It's a good grade. It's a good grade. Okay. Let me bring it down to you further. Uh, all those characters. Who was your favorite character to play with? Uh, Sonic the Robot. How quickly can you beat Sonic's levels? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't played it in like five years. Let me bring it down to you. Sonic's levels you could beat in like two hours. Okay. Every area of the character is takes, right? That's to be expected because Sonic is the fastest character in the game, right? And I'm looking up statistics. On average, it takes the longest character to finish their storyline is Big the Cat. Yes, it Which takes about eight yes. to seven, I mean, eight to nine hours, right? Most of the time you're playing as Big the Cat, which is the worst part of the game, right? Uh, I, I don't think The game it... is bad. The voice acting is bad. The story's bad. The gameplay's bad. Oh, you know what? I oh my god! I wish we could have Dreamcast right now so you can play Sonic Adventure One and see how glitchy that freaking game. 
You act like every you like like there's no glitchy games. We literally just had a whole discussion about a game that literally came out like a few weeks ago that has a bunch of glitches in it. Okay, the game's bad too. It's not bad. Their bad. practices are of the game are really. Is that as bad as Madden? No, Madden is Madden is. Which is a man the terrible. Listen, if you like Sonic Adventure One, and that's fine. You know what? Everybody's allowed to like what they like, but don't sit here and tell me it's one of the best games that came out for the Dreamcast. This. What other games came out for the Dream? Um, we talked about um Crazy Taxi. Talked about um. Huh? you And oh yeah. We talked about Third talk Strike. About I can't remember the name. I think it was MDK. Hold on. Yeah, I think I got yeah. MDK. Yeah, that game was fun. MDK, MDK2. Uh, I remember playing the demo that was available for. I got it out of a magazine. I don't remember what magazine. It wasn't Game, game Informer. It was EGM. Huh? It was EGM. Game I, I miss those magazines. Yeah, that was the first time, like, I... Yeah, that was the first time I, I, I played a demo off of a disc and actually bought the game. I don't know too many people who actually bought the game. I just know a lot of people who played the hell out of all the demos that they had. <laughs> demo discs that they Yeah, we talked about how um, Dreamcast actually paved the way for modern consoles. It was the first console to have um, online play. And it was first one to actually be more than just a console. And the only reasons why it failed were it spent way too much money on marketing, and it was really to pirate games. That is true. Yeah, the Dreamcast released September 9th, 1999. An era where not just game companies, but companies in general like to do cheesy things like that. I mean, how often can companies really do that? I mean, maybe this week since it was a palindrome week, but uh... yeah, um, if I owned a game company, whether I made consoles or software, I would have tried because um, it might not help the initial sales for the game, but I think it'll help it in the long run. I feel like it'll add on to whatever lore is about the game. They always go back. Look at quote unquote retro games. Get all the facts. Wish that um, Sega mainly makes software. Other consoles that they would stick to a few of their games more. Keep saying this until the podcast takes off and Sega can hear this. Have a whole group of people bombard them to get these games to get a sequel. <laughs> if it's possible. I really want a sequel for um, Binary Domain. If you have a PS3, I'm not sure if it's available on, um, what do you call it, PlayStation Now? I'm not sure if it's on PlayStation Now, but if you have a PlayStation 3, um, a 360 or Xbox One, definitely PC, because now you can get it on PC. Steam. Find Binary Domain, pay for it, and play it. Most likely won't be able to play it online. Um, I never did, but... I played it, and I wish I played it when it came out. It came out around a little bit after Gears of War 1. It took some of the 
mechanics for Gears of War 1 and made it a sci-fi fun little action game. The other game was Vanquish. I know for a fact that Vanquish cult following of people who enjoy that game. What were some of your favorite uh, games from the Dreamcast? Well, it's been the fighting game fans. Okay. Of course, the original Soul Calibur. Marvel's Capcom 2, of course. That's a big game to us fighting game heads. The Street Fighter 3s also came out for the Dreamcast. But besides that, you have Jet Set Radio, Power Stone 2. Yeah, Power oh, Stone. House of the Dead was pretty good. Uh, let's see. Uh, big one was Typing of the Dead. I still don't know how to type. <laughs> I'm okay with if I try and speed up a little bit, it's there's so many errors. <laughs> there's so many errors. Yeah, and your name is Beacon. <laughs> or type into the dead. So, uh, I, I, I think that was the game that actually made me want to try and learn how to type better. Um, what was it? I tried to. I, I got in trouble in school because I downloaded it onto the computer. Oh, 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 typing of the day. Yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, um, because unfortunately didn't have the audio for today's podcast, this one is going to be a quick one this week. Um, back on Tuesday with a regular scheduled um, content. And um, we will have the video aspect, actually. Actually, probably, hold on. I had to look at my schedule again. I think we might have to record Saturday and Sunday because I'm working. Okay. So we'll forget we'll forget that out. Um, but yeah, podcast will still be up on Tuesday. I'm still playing uh, banjo kazooie on um Smash. Oh, we are liking banjo. Uh, I like banjo. He's a. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be top tier or anything, but I like using. Like the bigger characters, he does hit hard, especially with his side B that everybody seems to get annoyed. <laughs> but I think it's going to get to the point where, you know, kind of like Charizard's side B, the Flare Blitz, where a bunch of like, people are going to know to expect, so they're going to play around it. And, you know, Banjo can only do it five times per stock, so i think once people get used to playing against him they'll, they'll look out for that the, the one thing i like about banjo is that he's a big character yes but he's also deceptively fast but that basically because of kazooie yeah so i like him being fast hitting hard i like his force match has a good some good reach so i like that uh i don't like his up and down smash they're not as good as i thought they would be but they're they're okay. um yeah, so I'm liking Banjo. Uh, haven't been really playing anything else besides Smash this week. Uh, I'm not sure what's coming out next week I'm going to look into, but we'll find out. I'm still waiting for Sword of Shield, of course, you know. Oh, I can't wait. And yeah, so that's what, that's what I've been up to. What about you, Gertie? Um, I've been playing Gears of War 5. The game is beautiful and fun. Um, is Batista really in that game? Yeah, he's in the online. That's crazy. I want to chop his head off. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I'm like halfway done with the story. I want to try and... that yeah, I wanted to beat it today, but I had a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna try and get it done this week. Um, and then I'm gonna finish off um, Astral Chain as well. I haven't gone back to it since years came out. But luckily for both of those, I can play it on the go. Well, somewhat on the go. <laughs> because on, playing it on the laptop, it, playing a lot of these like graphically intensive games, even if I dialed back some of the graphics, it eats away at the battery. But Gears of War 5 is the only game that would kills my battery before my commute. <laughs> so I, I can only play a little bit of it before I have to put my laptop away. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to play that through throughout my commute, get that um done so I can jump online once Optimum fix my internet. Uh oh. And then yeah, try and get through Astral Chain because I also want to play the mech game. Um, next Mahina, I don't think it's. But yeah, I think that game came out uh, last week. Um, so I want to play that. Also, and there's another Switch game. Okay, so it's not a um, not a new game, but I like to play RPG on the go. And so I'll wait for certain RPGs to see if they'll come out for the Switch. And Nino Kuni finally came out for the first one. So, oh, really? Well, it didn't come out, but it's coming. I already pre I already yeah. preloaded the I already pre-ordered the game. Um, I think it comes out um this week. I think it's out on the yeah. So I already preloaded it. I'm going so I want to try and get through Astral Chain so I can start playing that. Oh. I already know I'm behind because Nino Kuni Two has already been out for almost a year now, I believe. Um, but I I'm pretty sure that's gonna be coming out for the Switch soon as well. So I want to try and get through Nino One. But yeah, what I've been playing and what I'm looking forward to. So once once again, thank you guys for listening. Sorry about the short episode. Um, now that I'll have more time to test things out, uh, we will have less. Tech- Talk to you guys again next week. Oh yeah, don't forget to follow the Instagram at Winds Up Gaming on Instagram. Anything else you want to add, Rob? Just remember to get your wind up. <laughs> <laughs>